0: What's up, boys and girls? Today, we are going to talk about the GOAT method, being the GOAT the greatest of all time and also getting the greatest exit of all time by applying the GOAT method to your businesses, the method that I use when helping people sell their businesses. And also, it's one of the ways that I look at businesses that I am trying to buy. So we're going to talk about the GOAT method today. Hope you enjoy it. So the big question is this. How do entrepreneurs like us, who are running real businesses, spending money from our own pockets, how do we build, grow, and operate our businesses in a way that lets us exit them one day for millions of dollars? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Raleigh Williams, and welcome to the Exit Plan Secrets Podcast. Okay, today we are going to talk about the GOAT method, which is the method that I use when I'm serious about making a business sellable. And it's also the method that I use when I'm assessing businesses that I'm looking to buy. So every step of the method is something that I'm thinking about on the businesses that I'm operating, if I'm trying to get them ready for sale. Nothing in the GOAT method is a quick fix that doubles your valuation or anything like that. In the next 10 days, they all take a little bit of time to work through the business and get the business properly positioned. But it's the framework that I've used and that I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs about that we talk about in the Facebook group, Exit Plan Secrets. It's kind of the base framework that everything works around. So I wanted to discuss it a little bit and give you a little bit of the secret sauce that the GOAT method has. So the G and the GOAT method stands for growth in your business. Every buyer who's looking at businesses to buy, buyers that are going to eventually pay a premium for a business, they are paying for the growth that you're projecting. They'll be able to receive in the business. And so in order to project growth, you have to show growth in the business. So if you're growing at a healthy pace, you're always going to be able to command a higher multiple than something that is stagnant or declining. And so there's a lot of ways that you can get growth in your business. I try to focus on figuring out ways to collaborate with competitors because they're already in the business and they have your customers doing joint ventures, either with competitors in the industry or others. So that way you don't have to bring on a bunch of people onto your profit and loss statement. You don't have to bring in a bunch of employees or potentially doing acquisitions and also going through the acquisition process in your business can help you see what is out there and see what it feels like to look at a business with a buying hat on, which is the exact situation you're gonna be in when you go to sell your business. So those are the kind of the big buckets in the growth section. The O is for the operations of the business. And this kind of depends on what the business is, but the big piece is that you have well-documented standard operating procedures and also that you as the entrepreneur aren't heavily involved in the operations of the business if you want to get the highest multiple possible you can always sell a business if it's an amazon fba business you know and you talk to a broker they'll tell you that you don't need to hire employees because who you're ultimately going to buy isn't really buying you for the operational procedures that you're bringing to the table but if you want a big exit if you want seven figure eight figure nine figure exits Those are all based on having well-documented operating procedures that you as the entrepreneur aren't involved in anymore. And this goes into a separate conversation from the GOAT method, which is having various exits, you yourself as the entrepreneur in your business. The first big exit that people have to take is in the operations of the business, offloading that. If you read the E-Myth by Michael Gerber, that talks a lot about working on your business, not in your business, that all goes into the operations of the business. But the two big main main points are the entrepreneur isn't working in the business themselves and it's well documented, documented standard operating procedures. The A and the GOAT method stands for the accounting in the business. And there are two big two big forks in the road that you have to deal with as you start thinking about the accounting in your business. The First path is whether you're going to run your business like a lifestyle business and a lifestyle business usually means that you're going to run as much as your life through the business as possible uh, to pay the least amount of tax as possible. And the big switch happens when you go from running your business like a lifestyle business to running your business like a business that's sellable because at that point you want the profit and loss statements that you show on your accounting to uh, match with your tax returns. And so a buyer's never, never loves to see that your um, tax return so- shows that the business makes no money but you're claiming that it makes 500 grand a year. There's always an issue there as you start to bring lenders to the table. So the accounting piece is making sure that you have clean books in your business and you're not taking every single write-off possible to get it to a point where it's sellable. And then the T in the goat method talks about the trenches of the business, making sure that the ben- the business is defensible, that you have IP that's protected. You know, I was listening to something about how native the deodorant business they were trying to sell to uh, Procter and Gamble, and they the deal couldn't close. They couldn't get the hundred million dollar exit. Until they had to go to this like, to this guy who technically owned the native brand, the the trademark native, and uh, it almost jeopardized the deal just because they didn't actually own the name that they were operating under, and so they had to go get that that closed and pay this guy a lot of money for this trademark. Because they built this brand on a trademark that they didn't own, and Procter Gamble couldn't buy the business until they actually owned the uh, the brand that they were operating under. And so, there's a lot of things that when you go to sell a business, you know, when you're talking about starting a business, it's all about don't worry about the small stuff. You can spend your whole life setting up an entity and getting making sure everything's trademarked and uh, you know focusing on the branding. And I never tell people to pay a bunch of attention to that when they're starting something. But as you go to sell something, you're at a different stage of the game. And it's not just like, let's get it out the door as quick as possible, which is usually helpful from the starting standpoint. On an exiting standpoint, it's let's get everything buttoned up, all of these skeletons that have tended to accumulate in our business. Let's get all of this to a point where we can uh, pitch this in a clean way to a buyer and so a lot of that has to do with trenches you know you're going you're you're going through all of these procedures in every piece of the business that you've always kind of said oh the juice isn't worth the squeeze and tightening this up when you're in an exit mode and you're building to exit everything th- there's almost no detail that's uh, too small to focus on so that way you can get a buyer comfortable with the idea that you're trustworthy that you ran a clean business that you dotted your i's and crossed your t's as you were operating this thing so that's the that's the t and the goat method and so that's that's what i found has helped people kind of start getting an idea around where they need to be focusing in order to get a business that's sellable and it's okay some businesses are just unsellable and it's okay to know that so that way to the extent that you want to have an exit on something that you can start figuring out what are the assets that you have in place in your business that you can can structure in a different way and have an exit in a different business than maybe what your main business is. I have a business that's unsellable in my wife's business, Fitness Carly. That business is completely tied around her brand. She drives all the sales and the way that we built that brand is completely tied around her and knowing that it's an unsellable business. I've been looking to invest in fitness brands that are already existing, products that already exist that my wife's audience can help bring revenue to and also starting a new uh, brand, a new information brand that isn't nearly as focused on my wife at the center of it. So that way, if we do get to a point that we want to sell something, that um, there's an easier exit to have to have to take place as opposed to what what my wife is doing and so knowing that you have a business that is going to be really really tough to exit is also super valuable information because you can run that business as a lifestyle business and um focus your efforts elsewhere uh in terms of applying the goat method to a different business that you can ultimately exit one day so that's the goat method let me know um either on LinkedIn or on the comments somewhere, what your questions are, what your thoughts are. If you aren't a part of the Facebook group, Exit Plan Secrets, go ahead and join that. I'm going to go live there more frequently to answer questions about exiting businesses is usually what the group is about. It's about people who are trying to sell their business and also business buyers as well are in the group. Um, If you haven't given this podcast a five-star review, then if you do that, that helps me out a ton in trying to grow this thing and have this be put in front of people that find the information interesting. And so hopefully you enjoyed it and I'll see you on the next one. Peace.